Hello, and thank you for listening to Technology Simplified, tech talk everyone can understand. I'm your host, Will Slappy, and today I'm joined by Scott Curtis. Scott serves as a virtual chief information officer here at IT Voice. He is a passionate about client success and using technology to help, help them reach their goals. He is serious about network security and protecting businesses from holes that make them a target for cybercrime. A huge security risk can occur when using hardware that is no longer supported. Windows Server 2012 will be reaching end of support in October of this year. We will cover what that means and steps you can take now to prevent encountering problems as a result. So Scott, uh, Windows Server 2012, man, it's hard to, to believe that we will reach the end of support. It feels like yesterday that that was released. Yeah. But October 10th, 2023, this year, um, end of support. Uh, what, is, well, what exactly does that mean? You know, your, your average business person like, oh, okay, what does that mean? Yeah, it's really three things. So the first thing is, and really the most important, is you no longer get security updates. So one of the things that happens with a server operating system on a very regular basis is hackers find ways to get in. They find flaws in the system and the security updates patch those flaws. So as of October 10th this year, there's no no more security updates. And going back in history, when we look at both uh, server, uh, server support and uh, workstation operating systems that are lo- no longer in support, as soon as that October 10th date r- comes around, that's when the hackers start attacking. So one one example, and this is going way back, is when XP went out of Windows XP went out of support. That was a hacker's playground for a year. Uh, when actually, when uh, Server uh, 2008 went out of support, that was another one. There was a year of just uh, enormous hacking activity from from that. So that that's big. You're also not going to get uh, the regular operating system stability type updates. So the things that keep the operating s- system stable, that's not going to happen anymore. They they just cut those updates off. And another big one, this is rare, but sometimes we, when we are supporting a client that has a server, we have to contact Microsoft in order to get corrupted files fixed or find out what the bug in the system is that's not working properly. We, as of October 10th, we can't call them anymore. They, they'll they just say, sorry, look at look at the articles online and see what you can get. So th- those are really the big three things that happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and, and one of the things that, you know, you mentioned XP, which I thought was a great example. Um, but most people, like, knew they were on XP because when it booted up, it would, like, tell you, right? So... You know, you would you would kind of constantly be, you know, um, kind of informed of that, reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have a business owner or, or somebody that's listening to this is like, I have North. I mean, we just call it the server. We just call it the the Y drive, the P drive, the S drive, yeah. whatever. You know, and uh, and no idea. So if somebody wanted to like one question somebody may have is, I don't even know what server version I'm on. Um, may I feel like we got an upgrade maybe five years ago, but I don't know if it was a new server. You know what the software is. So how would they even find out easily, you know, if 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 they potentially have an issue with an old server version? Yeah, you would want to log right right into the server using using your admin password and then uh 
just uh, look at the type in system and it'll pull up exactly what operating system's working on it. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it even like, even if you're just looking at the screen, sometimes it'll even say on the login yeah. um, what it is. So you can kind of go to the server to, to, to figure that out. So as a, as a quick to do item for anybody listening out there is, you know, obviously if you, hopefully you've got an, an MSP or IT, you know, um, director or person, you know, in-house, whoever that might be that handles the IT, just ask them the question. Um, and if you're, if you're, don't have somebody, then go tweet yourself and, and take a look. Um, mm-hmm. So one thing that, that a listener might wonder is like, why is there uh, a set end of service date? Like, why does that, like my car doesn't like, you know, have an end of service date and all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, October 10th, you can no longer use that, you know, old Honda Accord, you know, and uh, and it's done. So why do, why do servers have an end date to begin with? Yeah, there's really two reasons. One of it is that they they have to, you know, Microsoft has to put their research and development into the new stuff. And th- they've got people dedicated to making sure that the Server 2012 operating system is secure and safe. So at some point, they need to move those people over to another operating system to keep it secure and safe. So it, it's really just a, um, a a smart business decision on Microsoft's part. And the other reason is totally selfish for Microsoft. They want you to get into a new operating system and buy it from them. Right. And what's the most current version operating system that's out there now from a server perspective? Uh, It's actually 2022. So you get get a new uh, server operating system every three or four years is when they do a refresh on the operating systems. Yeah, so, so to put in perspective for people listening out there, the one that is is reaching into service is four versions behind um, that, uh, you know, so so at some point they do have to drop it off and that makes, you know, a lot of good sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say someone is running their business off of, you know, one of these machines. You know, they've got uh, a, a 2012, you know, server that's, that, that, that's in-house. Um, it still functions, you know, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, maybe they even say, you know what? I mean, we just use it for X, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of our stuff is on on the cloud or whatever, you know, but you know, they're looking at it and just like, Hey, you know, it's working fine. We don't do a ton with it, whatever it might be, you know, what's really the harm It's behind a firewall. Like, you know, what's really the harm with, you know, just letting it ride until it dies. Well, once again, you you have to go back to the security because even if you have a firewall in place and even if there's antivirus on the server, the, there are ways in that are continually being patched right now and they're they're not going to be patched anymore. And hackers are going to take those exploits and run with them and eventually, if they want to, they can get into your server. So the security part is a big thing. The other thing is it's it's like everything else that you put off because someday you're going to need to either replace the hardware or get into a cloud environment for your server or you're going to you're going to be at a point where you're in an emergency situation. I can't tell you how many times that a client of mine had an ERP running on an older server version and they were forced into a upgrade of their ERP and along with that, they had to upgrade their server operating system, which had been running fine all the way up until then. And let me tell you, a project where you're not only operating up, upgrading your server operating system, but upgrading the ERP at the same time is a lot 
bigger dog to tackle than just doing one at a time. So being on top of these things, even though it's going to cost you a little bit to do it up front, but being on top of these things and doing them in chunks is a lot easier on you and your business than having to do everything at the same time. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And, and it introduces a lot more variables as well, because if all of a sudden you change multiple things and then it's not working, it gets a lot more difficult yes. to try to, you know, figure out like, okay, you know, why is, uh, why is this not? And, 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 I, and I'm glad you brought the expertise piece as well, because, you know, companies like ourselves are doing a ton of upgrades, you know, in that last five-ish years, you know, it's seven to five years that, of, mm-hmm. of where we're doing a ton of them. And the longer that you get past that, the less the expertise is. I mean, if you're doing one every day, it's like, you know, you can do it much more efficiently because you really get in a good rhythm. And the longer it's been since you've touched something, the harder it is, you know, to uh, to do it efficiently. And the tools and support, you know, all of those different things, mm-hmm. um, you know, are more, are, 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 are just not as good as, as when you're kind of doing it in, in the, uh, the, the normal rhythm, um, if you will. Um, what about a, you know, what about a business who wants to use this as an opportunity to modernize their infrastructure in, in their office? Um, how, how might they, how might they approach this? There's, there's a couple of different ways to approach it. So one of the things to know is a lot of times when your operating system's out of date, the hardware it's sitting on is getting out of date as well. It's sometimes you, we do what's called back revving an operating system. So it'll work with uh, whatever software that they're using, their ERP or whatever. But uh, in most cases, if server 2012 is sitting on a server, that server might be between seven and 10 years old. And really, as far as what I trust a life of a server to be is more in the five to six year range. So it's time to think about maybe this hardware needs to be replaced as well. When you think about it, you made the analogy of a car. Man, uh, if I want to drive cross country in a 12-year-old car, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. You know, I I, I would rather have a two-year-old car uh, driving cross country than, than a 12-year-old. And the other thing is, it might not be a bad time to start looking at uh, the cloud server options that are out there. Because I remember when they first came out and they were um, kind of clunky. They, they, didn't, they didn't work the way anybody really wanted them to, and it, it took a lot to get them implemented. These days, it's, it's almost like just moving everything over to the cloud and flipping it on. And the nice thing about the cloud is you don't get into these situations where your operating system goes out, out of service because when you're in a cloud environment, then whoever's providing that to you, it's their job to keep you up to date. And they have to do all these upgrades in the background. And all you have to do is just keep running your business. So it's really two things, either upgrade your hardware. uh, It's a good time to upgrade your hardware or look into those uh, situations where a cloud server would actually fit. Yeah, no, that, uh, so this might be the last upgrade that you have to do. I guess that could be the the silver lining, you know, that you're able to go. If you're able to go all cloud. Um, the last thing I was going to add to the previous, the previous uh, kind of question, um, just for listeners out there, because I, I think that there could be a notion that, you know, oh, this is not an important server. You know, like well, even when you're talking about all the hardware and aging and whatnot, you know, there might be a business owner out there that says, you know what, 
this server we've got is not critically important. If it were to crash, it's not going to stop our business from operating and those kinds of things. And so from a productivity perspective, it's not critical. Um, but the one other note that, that, that we hadn't touched on as much is how the different servers are integrated together from a, from a network perspective. All of the right. Windows servers talk to each other. They even talk to the cloud if you're using Office 365 and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're only as good as your, as your weakest link. And so if you've right. got an older server that's a part of that web of servers, then if it gets compromised, that can lead to a compromise because if they, they they compromise a user account or something on that server, then they can right. get into all the other servers. They can get into your 365 and the whole the whole nine yards. So some people might be thinking, yeah, go ahead, ransom that server. Go ahead, you know, if that server crashes from a physical, like I don't really care enough about that, not realizing that that could be a backdoor into your entire system and network. Right. Anything else yeah. you would add there? Yeah, the analogy of the oldest one being the weakest link is really good because the door has to open somewhere. And if you've got a 2012 server and you've got three 2022 servers that are super secure and they're getting all the patches and all of a sudden that door opens in the 2012 server, then your whole network is exposed at that point. Because once it's in, it can do what it wants to do. Yeah. Well, that is all for today on the Technology Simplified Tech Talk Everyone Can Understand podcast. Hopefully, this information will help everyone still running Server 2012 get prepared well before October. Thank you for your time today, Scott. We appreciate uh, having you on the show. If you have any questions about today's episode, feel free to reach out. Subscribe to our podcast to stay informed on the ever-changing landscape of business technology. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Woohoo, tune down.